Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Celebrating Joy podcast. I'm super excited because it's been a minute, but I'm really excited that I'm here with my friend Mason Musgrove, and I'm super excited to have him on. He's a great friend of mine and just such an encourager and a light. So welcome to the podcast, Mason. Hello, hello. How's it going? Dude, it's going. It is definitely a train is on the tracks and we are moving forward. Let's go. It's awesome. Um, so a little bit about how Mason and I met. Um, it's kind of a weird story. Not weird, but just kind of crazy how God has you meet people. Um, I go mm-hmm. to Baylor and Mason at the time was at LSU. And I go to Harris Creek. Shout out Harris Creek. And there was a conference for the podcast that they have. And Mason was there and he was sitting with a girl in my life group. And so got to meet Mason, came over to my house for some pizza, had some fellowship with his friends. And yeah, we've stayed in touch ever since. And he's so awesome and mm-hmm. just likes people. And so can you tell us a little about who you are? Who is Mason? Dude, shout out Sutton. Shout out <laughs> Biso. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm Mason, as Mary just said. I went to LSU. Was a part of a college ministry called the Refuge, uh, which is a part of the, a church called the Chapel. Uh, and that place radically, the Lord radically used that place to change my life. I live in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, right now. Uh, I am helping plan a church called Treeline Church. We have a college ministry called the Salt Network, uh, and the Treeline Church is a part of a larger. Um, church planning network called the Salt Network. Uh, they exist to reach colleges, specifically in the Big Ten, uh, in the Midwest right now. I work with, I'm, I just graduated uh, two days ago. I just got back from being overseas this summer. I work at, I'm a group fitness trainer, and I also work with the Special Olympics here in Southeast Michigan which I'm really excited about and looking forward to. I'm just starting soon. And yeah. That's awesome. I remember talking to you recently and you're kind of in the stage of like, what am I doing? I just graduated. Mm. I just moved somewhere new. So would you say the stage of life that you're in has been easy, kind of breezy, or has it been (laughs) tough and just being faithful? Uh, yeah, dude, this this life stage has sucked. Um, and I feel like everyone that graduates college and just begins to grow up just continuously learns that and grows and kind of sits more in that. But it just brings different challenges. Um, like I was out of school for a whole year while I was working. I ended up going overseas for two months. And I was also moving across the country um like two weeks after i got back from it uh from being overseas and um was jobless for a month and a half just because i moved up here to because the gospel isn't here in ann arbor um or at least not as much as it is down south in texas or louisiana and yeah a lot of trusting a lot of fears a lot of confusion a lot of frustration has Mm -hmm. definitely gone through my system mm-hmm. so everything that you walked through from post-grad finding a job just the stress and anxiety 
how did you find peace Mm. during that? How did you find comfort knowing that it's all going to work out? Mm. Or how are you still finding peace? Great question. Yeah. 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 Um, Peace is an interesting word to use. So me and Mary actually were already recorded this episode, but it messed up and we're re-recording this episode. And something we talked about last time uh, really was how like Christ is going to return. And like, that was a big emphasis on our last episode and it's still, and still true a month later, um, like Christ is going to return. And not only that, but like, as we're waiting, like he cares for us and looks after the ones who he like, who trusted him. Like he really does care for us. And I went literally a month and a half with no job, no source of income and was able to pay bills, buy groceries, pay for gas, like all these things, which I, it, it, it is insane to think about. Um, but it's what God promised. He's promised. He promised it 2000 years ago. He promised it in the beginning of creation. Like, he will provide, he will be there. He cares for us. He has a mission for us and he's going to give us the tools, the necessities to go forward. Um, I, I would say like, that's just where I've been sitting in peace is like, he loves me. He cares for me. At the end of the day, Jesus is enough and everything else is, is amazing. And then super like blessed to have, but at, at the end of the day, like Christ is enough. If I died today, if I die tomorrow, if I become homeless, like Christ is enough. And just reminding myself that. That's awesome. I, there was a sermon recently and it kind of goes along with what you're saying, kind of not, but it talks about like how earth is not our final destination. Like we're homesick, like we're longing for something Mm. else. And the days that we really, really struggle, like it's easy to say like, oh, it's because I'm not home and it's like because I'm not with my family or I'm not doing something that's comfortable. Mm-hmm. But like in reality, all those things you like you're longing for are not going to fulfill you. And the true reality is like you're actually homesick for your father who's in heaven. And so once I heard that, I kind of like find comfort in knowing that the pain we feel here is obviously for a time and it sucks, but there's so much joy and things that the Lord is gifting us that we can find comfort in for time. Um, but then it's also just so brings me peace knowing that we're going back home. It's like where we actually mm-hmm. belong. Our, my church, uh, True Line here has, they just went through a three week series called the, um, the essentials of the human life. And the, the first one is God. God. The second one was community. And the third one is mission, like to have a mission. And like the staple verse for that um, is Genesis 127, where it says, so God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And uh, God gave, and God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth and so do it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the air, and over the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And the like that was the staple verse and then from that obviously they went all over the scriptures but like 
we were created for th- like there's three essentials we need in our life and that is god and if we don't have god we'll make an idol of of something community we have like god saw adam and said oh this is bad god inherently is in community with himself in the in being triune and then and we're made in his image so that makes sense and then we're on mission and like whenever we don't have one of those three things like we're missing a part in mission being sharing the gospel we're missing something that is like essential to our human being like a to how what we were created for which mm-hmm. i thought was really cool and interesting so yeah like awesome okay so i have another question and i want to talk about how like these last few months for you were, were tough um so how do you stay focused and like what are you staying focused on mm-hmm. well first and foremost the thing i've been clinging to the most here is like okay why am i here what like why did i move across the country and it is to share the gospel okay amazing and to impact the city okay so what is the gospel and there's been multiple days where i've gone to a coffee shop or gone to panera bread and just ripped to myself the gospel and reminded myself that i have been chosen that i have been died for that god cares about me and wants to save me or has saved me and wants to save other people and save like just everyone and that has been like the main reminder and the focus and the way that's happened um when i was overseas this summer uh we had like this orientation thing and um i, got, I have this tattoo on my arm in hebrew and it means uh, redeemed in hebrew and it shows up in isaiah 43 like that's when this word is used and so i was reading um, like how I'm redeemed and I just wanted to be reminded of that as I was about to go into a whole summer of sharing the gospel with people who look nothing like me and all this stuff and all, and all that jazz. And um, I, I started just reading Isaiah 43 and this verse just like, will stop you in your tracks. It's verse four. Uh, he says, because this is God speaking, he goes, because you are precious in my sight, and, and honored, and I love you. I give men in return for you, mm. peoples in exchange for your life. And I read that and I go, wait, hold the phone. You're telling me. Like, I literally got off my table and ran across this like cafeteria thing. And I was like, have you ever read this? And they're like, what? And I started reading, I go, the creator of the cosmos goes, hey, buddy, you are precious. In my eyes, you are honored, and I love you. Like, bro, what? <laughs> and like, and like, obviously, like, if you've grown up in church or like, if you are a Christian, you're like, oh yeah, I know God loves me. But like, dude, just that concept that the creator, creator of everything, goes, I love Mary Turner, I love Mason Musgrove, like specifically. And he goes, and I and I give men in return for you and peoples in exchange for your life. Like, that is just an incredible concept. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to like, 
this is going to be like my first, like for like the rest of my life. <laughs> and I keep walking through it. And, um, I was talking to my therapist one time while I was over there and he just hits me again with this. I did anything. Cause I'm, I struggle a lot with codependency and, and getting value from others, whether that be my job or my performance in ministry or, um, just like being a good friend or saying the right things or just being a cool person, you name it. I'm dependent. I tend to be dependent on people for it. And I was talking to my therapist and he goes, where are you getting this concept from? And where are you forgetting the gospel? Do you not understand that you have been chosen, that you have been died for the God, like, and just goes on like this 10 minute rant of like, who I am in God and who he defines me as. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, you're right. Like, I don't know. Like, why am I seeking all my teammates to tell me I'm a good person and that to tell me I'm doing a good job whenever God looks down on me and says, you are precious in my eyes and honored. And I love you. Like, why, like, why are we, like, why am I doing that? And, and then two weeks later, we get back, boom, two weeks later, I move up here. The entire thing happens again, where it's like, Lord, I feel like I'm inadequate and I feel like I'm, I'm doing everything wrong. And I like, why can't I get a job and why like this, that, and another. And I, he sits me down and he goes, read this again, read this again. And if you just read through all of Isaiah 43, he just says, insane things about you and who you are um and so i guess all that long tangent (laughs) to say um the way that i have been focused on my identity in the gospel is i've looked at this word and have spoken it over me continuously and have rebuked anything that goes against it um, Isaiah 43, Ephesians 1 have been the two places I've really sat. Uh, Romans 5 has also been another place I've really sat with who I am. Um, and and yeah, that those have been the three places where I've been like, okay, this is who I am. This is who God says I am. And anything else that's outside of that is false. And I need to correct my thinking of it. Mm, that's awesome. Wow, that's like such a powerful verse too. Like mm-hmm. I read that. I know I've read it just like as a child and as, as I've gotten older, but I've never really like, sat back and like really examined that. Mm-hmm. Really, really mm-hmm. awesome. So you talked about identity and you talked about how that verse is kind of like your life verse now. And mm-hmm. but I kind of want to ask you, how do you combat the lies? that come into your head how do you yes you can like result to that like verse but how do you truly like start to believe in yourself while you're overcoming those lies yeah that's a great question um like i said earlier we like my church is going through this series and the first week was was like the essentials of god the essential of human life is god and the question they like they said is it was, was if you aren't like if you don't have God, then you are seeking an idol. And then we had our small group and they go, okay, what idol are you seeking? And what is the, like, what is the root of that? And 
um, I just went and I sat down and I asked myself that, that question of like, what, what identity am I walking in? Um, like that was a huge, a huge thing to ask of just like, what is your identity? Isaiah 43, 4, Ephesians 1, 3 through 10. That is who you are. How are you not believing that? What are you believing? And why? And just like walking through that very simple thought process that unravels so many things. And then from that, confessing it very quickly confessing it to the community I'm around and then repenting and praying very consistently to remove those things and to for the Lord to remind me of who I am in him more than who I'm not. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with is just like knowing that yes, their identity is finding Christ, but how do they continue to actually believe it? I think people will say that they think that their identity is Christ, but then they result to like going to other different things and being like, Oh, I'm finding comfort in this, but then mm-hmm. they're really not. And so I think it's important for them to like, for you to really understand, like, no. Yeah. God says who you are. And no. <laughs> no. Well, whenever, like, if you fully understand the gospel and become infatuated with Jesus, and just like begin to chase after him more and more. And that's so vague and so Christianese, but like you just become obsessed that God himself came down and died so that you could live and be freed from everything you've ever been enslaved to. You just want to be more like him and you are just pursuing him in every which way. Um, and then he just starts to reveal stuff and he starts to reveal like, Oh, Hey, uh, Sally. Hey, Mason. Hey, Mary. Hey, John, you really love being a straight A student. You really haven't love having that 4.0. It's like, why do you care so much? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, Hey God, how about you chill out with asking that question? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Oh, you shouldn't have said that. And then he just continues to dig and dig and dig make you more like him and to free you from the enslavement of pride of identity crisis of whatever it may be yeah that's awesome i really i agree i think when you really can fully understand like the realness of the gospel almost an aspect like and just truly understanding like christ came and died for us then you're brain kind of can comprehend a little more like obviously we can't understand everything in the bible but i think when you truly Mm. can grasp the importance of the gospel then you can truly understand like no i can believe what god says about me is true Mm -hmm. yeah because then the reality of the identity just manifests itself of like oh this is true because it's actually happened. Like mm-hmm. I am loved because he actually demonstrated it through the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So why do you think it's so important to know that your identity is Christ? Like, especially in the world that we lived in, like live in. Yeah. 
<clears throat> That's such a good question. If your identity is not in Christ, it is in the world. Mm. I, I think that might be a hot, that might be a hot take, but like you're either growing towards Christ, or you're growing away from Christ. So I think our identity works the same, um, and where we're placing it. And if our identity is anything besides Christ, then we're in the wrong identity, and we're walking around as frauds, and we're just trying to like that just doesn't work. And like we were designed, made, created to walk in the identity that God initially had for us. So until you're like walking in that and sitting in that, you're not sitting in what you were designed for. And what you're designed for is to live your best life that is full of freedom and joy and, and grace and compassion and humility. And there's all these beautiful things that if your identity is and how good I am at my job, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't have your identity in Christ, it's in the world. And Jesus doesn't talk really well about the world. Yeah. That's so um, awesome. I think that's, yeah, that's so true. It's kind of a harsh reality. It's like getting into your head. Like if you're not mm-hmm. placing your identity in Christ and you're placing it in the things that Jesus says are the worst things for us. Um, mm. so I think it's really important. You can find like people put their identity in materialism, they put it in relationship status, they put it in social media, they put it in their jobs, family, like you can go on and on. And so mm-hmm. it's like if that one thing was taken away from them, would they be able to have their identity? And some people would say no. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important. Like, if Jesus was taken away from you, how would you feel? Mm. Like, would you find your identity in other things or would you not know who you were? And so mm. that's something that I've been convicted of. And I think that's really important to remind ourselves. Mm. What are you placing your identity in every day? Um, if mm. that thing was taken away, would you be okay? That's good. So that's kind of um a lot of just like deepness guys like who are you placing your identity in but it's really really true um and so wrapping it up you already know this is coming because we did it last time but mason how are you celebrating joy in this season i um i'm honestly gonna say the second the same thing i said last time and it's like Christ is sufficient. I'm falling deeper in love with him through his word and through just experiencing life. And I'm so thankful that like, I guess it sounds super corny, but just like the gospel and just really sitting and resting in the gospel. Um, The Lord's provided in so many different ways and has blessed me with a lot of different stuff. Um, This, the last month and a half that is so undeserved but like my joy comes from the fact that if i die tomorrow i will be in the best place possible um and that i'm being sanctified to look like his son and Mm -hmm. that through all of this crap that i've been through um 
First Thessalonians 4, 3 says, for the will of God is for you to be sanctified and to uh, sustain from sexual immorality. And it's like, that is the will of God is for me to look like his son. And that will happen. So through all this mess, through all these tears, through all these tribulations, whatever it may be, I'm going to look more like Jesus and praise be to God because that's what's best for me. So my joy is in the gospel. My joy is in God's will for me to be sanctified and for me to look like his son. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, that's awesome. I think that's just like such a good reminder for people that are listening. Like you don't have to find joy in like super exciting things. Like it can be in the hard, tough stuff. Yeah. Um, but Jesus is exciting. So that is true. And, uh, and I would argue if you're finding joy, like if you're seeking joy in other things, that that might be your identity. Mm. So, yeah, that's a topic I can talk about next. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mason, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and just being able to share some wisdom that you have. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, I was happy to be here. Happy to talk about joy. I'm excited for what's next for this podcast. We love it. We love it. Well, thank you everyone for listening and I'll see you next week.